Hello, this is Cherry Agarwal from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, July 25th. The Muslim Women Protection of Rights on Marriage Bill 2019, popularly known as the Triple Talaq Bill, was tabled in the Lok Sabha by Union Law Minister Ravi Shankar Prasad. As we record this podcast, a heated debate is underway in Parliament. If you want to catch the fun, grab some popcorn and tune into Lok Sabha TV's live telecast. While the government is defending the contentious bill, members of the opposition have termed the bill as quote unquote politically motivated and against the Supreme Court rules. This is not the first time that the triple talaq bill is being tabled, but this is the first time that the bill was tabled in the 17th Lok Sabha. The Modi government had first brought in a bill banning triple talaq in December 2017. Back then, they bulldozed the bill through the Lok Sabha. Given the outrage in the Rajya Sabha, the bill was then withdrawn. Instead, the government passed an ordinance enacting a bill with some minor changes and then they brought this new bill to the Lok Sabha. This was passed by the Lok Sabha, but then the new bill lapsed after the 16th Lok Sabha ended. Now, the bill has been tabled in the 17th Lok Sabha and is being hotly debated. The Talaq 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 bill aims to criminalize instant triple talaq. Union law minister Ravi Shankar Prasad while introducing the fresh bill had said that this bill would help protect the rights of muslim women the bill seeks to replace the ordinance passed by the previous government in february as the lok sabha debates out the triple talaq bill a discussion on the right to information amendment bill is underway in the rajya sabha yesterday seven former commissioners of the central information commission had condemned the government's move to amend the right to information act In a press release, the retired officials had said the amendments were a direct attack on the powers of information commissions and people's right to know. They had urged the government to withdraw the amendment bill from parliament. The Right to Information Amendment Bill 2019 seeks to give the government powers to fix salaries, tenures and other terms and conditions of employment of information commissioners. The center has said it is fully committed to transparency and autonomy of the institution. On July 23rd, United Progressive Alliance chairperson Sonia Gandhi had said the RTI Act was on the brink of extinction after the amendments were passed in the Lok Sabha. Social activist Anna Hazre also opposed the amendments saying such amendments would lead to quote-unquote dictatorship. Former Information Commissioner Sailesh Gandhi came down heavily on the government for not providing any reason for amending the law. He dismissed the government's claim that the RTI Act had been drafted hurriedly in 2005 recalling that it was referred to a standing committee that included members of the Bharatiya Janata Party including current president of India Ramnath Kovind. Another retired official pointed out that the RTI Act was the result of a social movement that is still alive. She said the government should have held consultations before passing the bill. The proposed legislation should be referred to a select committee for public consideration the official added. On a separate note, yesterday the opposition parties had met and identified as many as 7 bills which they want to send to select committees for scrutiny. In case you'd like a wrap on all things parliament, do remember to visit newslaundry.com and follow Meghnath's column on last week in parliament. Indian cricketer MS Dhoni will now be serving in Kashmir. Yes, you heard it right. According to the army, Dhoni will assume his duties on July 31st and will serve with his battalion until mid-August. The Indian cricketer was conferred with the honorary rank of Lieutenant Colonel in the Territorial Army Unit of Parachute Regiment 
in 2011. He became a qualified paratrooper in 2015 after completing five parachute training jumps in the Agra training camp. In 2011, after he was conferred with the honorary rank, Dhoni had said, quote, "Since childhood I had wanted to join the army. I used to visit the cantonment area and seeing soldiers, I used to think that one day I will also be among them." Unquote. An army statement announcing Dhoni's deployment read, quote, "Lieutenant Colonel Honorary MS Dhoni is proceeding to 160th Battalion Para for being with the battalion from July 31st to August 15th, 2019. As requested by the officer and approved by Army Headquarters, he will be taking on the duties of patrolling, guard, and post duty, and would be staying with his troops." Unquote. Dhoni's battalion will be posted in the Kashmir Valley as part of Victor Force. Earlier this week. Dhoni opted out of the West Indies tour and told BCCI that he would be taking a two-month sabbatical from the game to serve the paramilitary regiment. The centre on July 24th reconstituted the group of ministers looking after the prevention of sexual harassment at the workplace committee. The group would now be headed by Union Home Minister Amit Shah. Other members include Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman, Human Resource Development Minister Ramesh Pokhriyal Nishank, and Women and Child Development Minister Smriti Irani. The former group of ministers included now Defence Minister Rajnath Singh at the helm, with then External Affairs Minister Sushma Swaraj and then Women and Child Development Minister Menaka Gandhi as part of the group. The group was first constituted in October 2018 during the Me Too movement. The group's aim is to examine and give recommendations for strengthening the legal and institutional frameworks to deal with and prevent sexual harassment at workplaces. News agency PTI quoted an unidentified Home Ministry official as saying, "Quote: With the constitution of the new government post elections, the group of ministers undertook consultations with stakeholders and was examining various suggestions received." Unquote. The group is set to make its first set of recommendations within three months. North Korea has fired two short-range missiles from its east coast. News agency Reuters reported. This is the first missile test by North Korea since its leader Kim Jong Un and United States President Donald Trump agreed to revive stalled denuclearization talks after meeting at the demilitarized zone between the two Koreas in June. The missiles were launched from a place close to the coastal city of Wonsan and flew about 430 kilometers before falling into the Sea of Japan. Last week, North Korea had warned that the upcoming military drills by the United States and South Korea could impact nuclear peace talks. The joint drills have been held for years but were scaled down after Trump's historic summit with Kim in Singapore last year to facilitate a dialogue. South Korea's presidential office has said that it was conducting detailed analysis of the incident with the United States. The country's defense ministry also urged North Korea to stop acts that are unhelpful for easing tension and said the latest test posed a military threat. I will leave you with two kick-ass recommendations from newslaundry.com. The first is our latest episode of Reporters Without Orders. We were joined by Scroll.in's news editor for JNK and Northeast, Ipsita Chakravarti, who broke down the contentious National Register of Citizens process, what the future looks like for those labeled as foreigners, and more. We also discussed the grey area between journalism and journalistic activism. So do check it out. My second recommendation is my colleague Ayush Tiwari's analysis of Open Magazine's. infatuation with prime minister narendra modi 
in Ayush's words, this piece is important because it shows what happens when journalists start venerating a public servant instead of scrutinizing them. For us to be able to do such podcasts and put together insightful and informed articles and reports, we need resources. And we also need another valuable newsroom asset, independence. So to support media's independence, do consider subscribing. Because without your support, news will die. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you.